This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this shortest day of the year. Jeff, I've got a nice little story to tell you about that. The uh, first day of winter. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm eagerly awaiting I'm, it. I'm not going to share the name of this person. Some people in town would know. But but at at, uh, at his uh, service when he passed away, one of the things that the pastor said about it was that uh, he was always proud of the fact that he was got got married on December 21st, the, the shortest, the longest night of the year. And he mentioned that the wife said, yep, it's the longest night of the year for sure. <laughs> well. What do you think about that? I, I think it doesn't deserve any comment whatsoever. <laughs> With that, Jeff brought to you by Francine here and, and uh, what's his name, Lee Colvin? Lee Colvin. Lee Colvin. Did he take care of your money for you pretty good, Jeff? He is year? watching every dollar closely. <laughs> All or eight or nine dollars he's watching. You had something on your mind? Well, I think... I was hoping one of one of the two of you could tell me. I think this is the night where we're supposed to be able to see Jupiter and Saturn. They're aligned, and something's going. They call the Christmas star, right? Yeah, and and in that like, they, they they get together close enough where it really brightens up. I I, I don't know if it's tonight or not, but it's it, it is tonight. Okay, I I knew it was the next day or two or three. I don't I don't get into celestial beings a lot. <laughs> okay, I I think. Uh, I, I'm not sure what, what I, I, well, I'd hate to tell people wrong, but I believe it's early in the evening. I think it's like six. Okay, I was going to say six o'clock. So it's, it's, it's coming up here. Well, they, they, you're just running our audience off. Well, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till five forty-five, everyone, and then you can go out and look at this thing. Oh my gosh, Jeff, uh, it's it's a strange time for sure. Always has been, but. Uh, uh, as as times move on with this COVID, it's, it's basketball season beginning to get hit more and more and more in football as well. Uh, for those that may not know, University of Tennessee has pulled out of the music the uh, Liberty Bowl game that was announced this afternoon because of COVID issues that they have. I think I mentioned that I know I thought about it that these bowls are to me are taking some what of a gamble inviting teams to come to a bowl game going given the fact that. What you got? Thirty, uh, fifteen bowl games probably going to get played, or twenty. That's forty teams. Aren't at least four, one or two or three or four of those teams not going to be able to play because of a COVID thing is going to happen? To I them? would certainly think so, and I, I believe if I, if I were a bowl chairman or committee or somewhere, I'd be making sure that I, you know, I had a backup plan. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I I, I have a question, by the way. Um, why does why do are these teams going to bowls and with? With with terrible records, because and, they can, because they can, <laughs> an army is sitting at home at eight and two. They're not going anywhere. What what is it? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that either. The only only thing I can come up with is is army interested in going to a bowl game. I, I, I know some people have opted out. LSU three or four weeks ago said they weren't not, were not going to a bowl game for whatever reason. Uh, there's three or four other schools that have done the same thing. Uh, it's uh, there, there's various reasons for that, but. Maybe they don't do bowls. I, I I don't have any idea. Well, Navy does bowls because Middle Tennessee yeah. played Navy not yeah. two years long ago down in Fort Worth, Texas. So, well, it's a mixed up year. We we got the answer coming up right here, right? No, well, we don't have the answer. <laughs> we do have the answer. 
Go ahead. How's it going, Timmy Jeff? How y'all doing? Well, we're waiting for the answer to why Army's not going to a bowl game. Well, they might be going to a bowl game. Since Tennessee jumped out. They said they might be uh, going to the Liberty oh. Bowl. Or, or they, what they said is they said Mississippi State might take Tennessee's spot in the Liberty Bowl. So they said Army might go to the Armed Forces Bowl. Well, that goes back to question a, then, that's question B. Question A is, why were they not invited to go to the Liberty Bowl game before Tennessee well, to start they, with? Well, they, were, they, were to to the, they were invited to go to the, 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 uh, to the uh, Independence Bowl in Shreveport. And what happened was, is nobody wanted to play them, is what happened. I don't doubt that. They couldn't find nobody to play Did them. they not tell them so they'd they, leave their tanks at home? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's what happened. They, they couldn't find nobody to play them, so they ended up canceling well, what you do is you get the first team to bite on the, they're going to play, and then you tell them who they're going to play after yeah. that. You don't you don't well, tell them true, it's Army. That's true. You, you, you get to sign the papers first, and yeah. tell them who they're going to play. Anyway, they play. That, I'm sure that's not why you called. What's on your mind? Well, what I was going to tell you, you guys were talking about the records this year with the bowl games that you didn't have to have a have that's correct. number of wins. You'd have to have a certain number. That's why I say everybody. because they can. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, and Vanderbilt could go played, to a bowl game. Well, the thing about it is everybody played – a certain number of games, like the Big Ten only played six or seven, and the SEC played ten, and they didn't play the same number of games. That's why. These bowls, these bowls, very simply, would rather have a University of Tennessee because of the name than have a Middle Tennessee that was ten and zero, because well, Middle true. Tennessee yeah, does not bring true. fans to the to the table well, the way like, that's like, well, that's Auburn like Tennessee was. That's like last night I was watching the Big Ten Network, and Lady said that Indiana should have been a New Year's Six, and they weren't, and she said they got robbed because of it. That they should have been one of them bigger bowls, and they didn't get put in. Well, that happens a lot, but this year it happens a whole lot, whole lot more. And of course, a lot of bowls aren't being taken place. Uh, I know the Las yeah, Vegas Bowl's yeah. not playing, well, the what, New what York Bowl's gonna, not playing. There's a lot, a lot of places not having a bowl game at all. Yeah, what I was going to tell you guys, I was looking last night, and, and, and there's going to be 28 bowl games counting the playoffs, and, and about about a dozen of them got canceled. Yeah, COVID and different other stuff is what it, what, is what, what it was. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet you that one or two more will drop drop by the wayside before it's all over with. Well, they might. What, I, what I'll say what I'll say about this is is Tennessee also they uh, of course they of course they're not going to play in their bowl game. But I know if you heard about this, also they've got some deal with recruiting violations up there that they they've got some kind of deal that they gave that supposedly either their assistant coaches or head coach is, is giving benefits to either players on the roster or recruits. So from what I heard at first. That the school was looking into it, and some. And I got a friend of mine sent me a link last night saying the NCAA is looking into it now. Well, I don't know the, what, what, what's going to go on with that, but I was just saying, I know you guys have got a lot of different stuff to talk about with Bill Tennessee. I know that uh, the, the, the girls played good yesterday. I think Anastasia Hayes scored another bucket, so I think she's up to 45 now <laughs> against Lipscomb. So I think she scored another one. But I was hanging up with you guys. All right, show. appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. The, the, t- the Tennessee recruiting thing, J- Jeff. Until it until it comes across in a in a more official manner, I'm I'm going to take that this could be sometimes board talk. Uh, how, how serious it might be? There's something to it, I guess, but I'm not sure how serious it might be. I, I frankly, I don't care. Well, one thing that that has raised a lot of eyebrows is that their Tennessee's best player, Gray, the running back, mm-hmm. did not play, mm-hmm. and the, and. There was nothing wrong with him that we know. So maybe this problem, if there are any recruiting violations, may touch him in some way. But I don't, I don't know that at, uh, at all. Well, uh, that said, Jeff, why would he not just go ahead and play? All you can do is forfeit, and they're going to lose anyway, so just might as well, well just go to play. You know, I guess that's one thought. I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. Uh, he uh, – uh, and I'm not saying now, please don't call me. I'm sure. not saying that he's in violation of anything. Exactly. Or that they're in violation of anything, but there evidently is an investigation going on or, or going to take place. That, that is right. Um, but the not going uh, involved uh, COVID, and the, the head coach has tested positive yes. in Tennessee. Um, so, and that's almost uh, as important as the governor's wife, uh, who now has COVID. So <laughs> the governor can't be far behind, I'd say. But let's, I don't know that. You just don't know. I mean, it's just a crazy time. Let's pause right here, come okay. back, and we will get into high school and Middle Tennessee. Let's get a little, a little more local. Local. A little more local. And cheerful. We'll be more cheerful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right back. Make yourself look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. 
Dr. Craig McCabe. Laser procedures that get rid of brown splotches and red marks on our face look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. And even scar tissue removal and stretch mark improvement look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive behind SunTrust Bank. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension St. Thomas, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals are open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetSTHealthCare.com. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely Report. Regular users of Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, and other social media networks know all about influencers, people who have so many followers that companies are often willing to pay them money to promote products or services. They're supposed to disclose compensation, but not all do. As a social media user, you should know that not every recommendation you see from an influencer is necessarily coming from a sincere belief in that product. But some influencers may not have as much influence as it seems. CNET reports that scammers are using bots to create fake accounts and are charging some so-called influencers for fake engagements that inflate their apparent value to advertisers. Bottom line? While it's nice to know the opinion of people you respect, take what you read from social media influencers with a grain of salt and do some homework before following their advice. With the Connect Safely report... I'm Larry Magid for CBS News. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you today on All Sports Talk. Jeff, uh, some news will come down soon. I, last I saw, I had not seen yet what TWSAA has responded to and how the Rutherford County Schools will respond to the latest uh, word from Governor Lee about restricting in the game. But I'm very confident that for the next foreseeable future, uh, we're going to have very, very, very limited number of people come in and watch middle school, high school games, probably to family members only. That's not official yet that I know of, but that's the way it looks. It's strange, strange time, isn't it? It is, and 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 that's if we get to play the games, of course, because we've had several cancellations right. as as well. And so many, so many teams use this time of year, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and this week that we're in right now, and then the week right after Christmas, um, to play in tournaments. Yes, something classics where they match up a couple of teams or mini teams maybe you maybe you wouldn't play everybody that was in the in the classic but you you know there would be a good variety of, of teams um i don't know whether they're going to be allowing any of that or not um and then may, may change the sites uh, i know that wilson county which is which is lebanon watertown and um uh, mount juliet i think they canceled everything until until well, last January. week middle the uh, Rutherford County Schools went into moratorium Tuesday through Friday night. No host games of, uh, or host events, anything like that at schools. Uh, Saturday night they were able to pick back up on that. But that's, that's always subject to change. I'd say to everybody, like we did during football season, 
before you go to a game, you need to check it out and make sure it's still going to be played. Right. Uh, it, it's just a, a, a crazy time, and I, I feel very sorry for for everybody involved in this. And, of course, coaches particularly. Um, I, I tend to maybe, maybe because I was one for so long, but I, I, I tend to be really sympathetic with them because a lot of coaches live and die on routine. Yes. Doing certain things, certain time during the day, certain days of the week, that sort of thing. And playing in um, this time of year, um, they're pretty much, I don't want to say sick of practicing, but but they're certainly tired of playing against each other in the gymnasium and, uh, uh, and at their home school. And they want to play somebody and um, can't do that. And I just, you know, it's just not, not good. You and I both experienced the uh – ordeal of having to work through Christmas vacation with practice and games as you mentioned the routine's not there for sure you come in for practice at 10 30 in the morning something like that which I never liked but you certainly couldn't do it at 3 30 in the afternoon and like you just came from class the way you did when school's in session so it's going to be different for sure how many days do you feel like is a, is right for coaches to say go have Christmas with your family do what you need to do we're going to let you know this in October or September and we're going to block off X number of days away from basketball so we can go ahead and enjoy our families in, in Christmas this way. Four or five, is that, is that too many? Is that enough? Well, if you're, if you're, going to, if you're not going to play. Um, well, of course, that's got to factor into it, too. Right. Coach gets to, pretty, typically gets to control whether you are or you're not going to play many games. Right. So if you're going to play next week, then I'd want to practice a couple of times this week. Um, and – Probably at least one of those practices would be probably Thursday, uh, which is the day before Christmas, I'd like to point out. And that may be impossible, and, and I don't know whether it is or not. But um, now, if, if you're not going to play, then I might give them this whole week off mm-hmm. and come back next week and practice a day or two and get ready for And as you are very well aware, a lot of times, right after the New Year's, the first Tuesday, a lot of teams don't play that Tuesday for just that reason, mm-hmm. and and the, so they can practice two or three times before that following Friday. So that'll work out pretty well. But uh, but to take the whole time off, you if you do that, you're going to regret that. I'd say. You um, mean you can't just say this to the players? Uh, be sure you get your workout in. Go run run two hours worth of stuff. Do your work and be careful what you eat and do all those kind of things. Get your rest. Drink plenty of liquids and do all that stuff just exactly right. Just as you would if you were playing on my team in regular practice. I have a one-word answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, can we say no chance? Would that be? Uh, okay, no chance. Uh, and as, as we both are aware, um, invariably, uh, it, you're, gonna, you're going to have somebody that's going to say, one of your players is going to say, uh, and in our case, with well, with me and you both, it's probably it's going to be a girl, right? Because we coach girls most yes. of the time. Although I I did coach some boys as well, but you you're going to have a player going to say, "Well, now, Mr. Tackett, uh, Coach Tackett, I, uh, my, my family is going to Atlanta, sure, um, for for Christmas. We won't be back until you know." This will be your star player, by the way. It will not be the lowly scrub at the end of the beach. This will be your star player. and Which everybody though, will notice that they're not there. Yes, that's right, and you will lose without her. Well, and, and that's going to happen to you even if you tell them Labor Day that you're going to play on, on that date or whatever. They'll forget all that, and, or the parents will, or they'll, you know, they'll be very upset with you. So uh, that's just the part of it. That's just the way it is. And this year adds another layer, big layer. Jeff, there's going to be some place in this country where a kid says to the mom and daddy, we can't go to grandma's house for Christmas because of COVID. Right. Coach says we got to keep, stay clean of all this kind of stuff. And mom and daddy said, the heck with that. We're going and whatever. Uh, and and I don't. I'm not saying who's right or who's wrong here, Jeff. I'm just saying that 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 puts the p- parents and the players and the coaches in a in a really horrible situation to make decisions con- with their conscience because some people are going to do it anyway, whether they, because they feel like they can. And I, again, I'm not going to get into whether they should or should not, but that conversation is going to take place, and there's going to be some strife 
fair to say? Yes, I think that's I think that's definitely true. Um, and as we all know, and as it should be, um, the the parents are in charge of that youngster, and whatever they say other than those two hours a day that i have them well <laughs> i'm afraid they're in charge but, but, too. but i understand but, what you're saying but, but they got to come to me those two hours right before i get well, to be in charge that's yes that is correct they got to be there for you to give out <laughs> any of the tacket marching orders uh on the other hand uh so uh little becky is told that she's going to go to st louis to visit her grandparents and she may not even want to go necessarily, but she's going, okay? But And, and you, you touched on this just a little bit. Uh, not only are you, are you depending on her, but her teammates are depending sure. on her. Sure. And she's supposed to be there and help them in any way possible. And now she's saying, well, I'm not going to do that this week. I'm, I'm not going to do that. So, Well, I was thinking more about the COVID thing. You know, and yeah. Let's say they go to St. Louis and come back and did contract COVID because of so what some would call irresponsible behaviors, and, and therefore you have brought the team into disarray. Yes, all true. All creates problems that. So coaches need to be paid more money this year because of all that kind of stuff they're going through, right? Coaches, teachers, staff members <laughs> always need more money, and they should receive it this year above all what other was that, years. What was that phrase that you had before? No way? Was that what? <laughs> no chance. You said no chance. I said no, but anyway. All right, let's take a break. Chip Walters will have all the answers for us right after this on the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic continues out here on 24 over from Davidson County back into Rutherford. Stop and go out here pretty much expected down Sam Ridley and also just busy up and down 231 as you continue out towards Shelbyville. Hey, Curious Campout is a family sleepover with the kids 2 to 6 at Ripley's Aquarium on January 2nd. All the details on the Ripley's Aquarium Facebook page. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Yeah, if you and I have played the role of 
Grinch and Scrooge here in the last oh, half an hour, beg right? Your pardon? Grinch? No. <laughs> it was Scrooge. They take, you get to be Scrooge. Uh, okay. But let's let's see if Chip Walters is a little bit more Santa Claus news for us. Chip, go away. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk women's basketball. Middle Tennessee went into Sunday 12-0 all-time against in-state foe Lipscomb, and Anastasia Hayes made sure that the Lady Raider record stayed perfect against the Bisons. The junior Murfreesboro native could not be stopped by the Bisons, who are now 3-2. She scored 35 points, two off of her career high, on 12 of 21 shooting to lead Middle Tennessee to an 84-64 victory. She also added eight rebounds. Middle is now two and three on the young season. Hayes came out aggressive from the opening tip, scoring 21 points in the first half as the Lady Raiders opened up as much as a 14-point lead. She went into the day fifth in the country and leading Conference USA in scoring at 27.2 points per game, and she scored at least 24 points in nine straight games dating back to last season. Middle Tennessee went into the half up 38-29, but quickly built that advantage back up to double digits and pushed away for an 84-64 win over the Bisons of Lipscomb. Well, we mentioned Anastasia Hayes. She has been named College Sports Madness High Major National Player of the Week and Conference USA Player of the Week for the second straight week. Hayes put together a sensational week, averaging 32 points, 7.5 rebounds, 6.5 assists, and 1.5 steals in Lady Raider victories against defending Sunbelt champion and preseason favorite Troy and local rival Lipscomb. Hayes collected her second double-double of the season against Troy with 29 points and 10 assists to go with 7 rebounds. She poured in 35 points, added 8 rebounds and 3 assists in the win against Lipscomb. Lady Raiders are now off until January 1st when they will open up the conference season at home against FAU. Well, turning to men's uh, basketball action, as you may well know now, the COVID-19 pandemic hit the Blue Raider basketball schedule for the second time this season as Saturday's road contest and tonight's scheduled home game, both against Bellarmine, were canceled. The cancellations were due to positive test results and contact tracing within the Blue Raider program. Middle Tennessee previously had its original season opener against Akron canceled due to COVID on the Akron program. The Raiders are now scheduled to open league play January 1 at Florida Atlantic. All right, Conference USA Football. 2020 Football All-Conference Award winners announced on Monday is voted on by the league's head coaches, and Middle Tennessee had five players honored. Safety Greg Grape earned first-team honors, while quarterback Asher O'Hara was named to the second team. Offensive lineman Robert Jones, wide receiver Jaron Pierce, and long snapper Brody Butler were selected to the honorable mention team. Great, a junior from, uh, who started all nine games, turned in a career year with 74 tackles, two-and-a-half tackles for loss, four interceptions, three pass breakups, a fumble and recovery, and three forced fumbles. Jones, who was declared for the NFL draft, played in eight games and had seven starts. Asher O'Hare threw for nearly 1,960 yards and 12 touchdowns while completing nearly 67% of his passes. He has uh, chosen to enter the transfer portal. Pierce, who started all nine games, led the team with a personal best 59 receptions for 584 yards, and Butler, a true freshman, handled all the snapping duties in 2020. All right, that's it for today. We'll tell you about the all-freshman team in Conference USA coming up tomorrow. All right, Jeff, uh, that was not all together really good news. Uh, don't you just hate not getting to go to, to basketball games? I've, I've really missed both the women's and men's teams. Even though they've not gotten off to auspicious starts, I still would have liked to see them play and would like to see them play this week, and that's not going to happen. Well, normally by this time of year, I would have seen – uh, most of the high school teams in the county at least once mm-hmm. and uh, probably would have gone to a middle uh, middle school game or two. Um, and I, I, I really like going over to Central. I really do enjoy going over there. Uh, and, and then, of course, the middle schedule, I, gosh, I know people think, well, gosh, you're never home. Well, my wife goes with me, so <laughs> we, we probably would not have missed a middle home game, probably. Um, so and we hadn't seen a one. Well, no, no one has unless you've no. sn- snuck in like a little rat. Um, I was telling you beforehand that uh, 
um, my, my, my great grandson, he, he was, I, I was not with him, but, uh, <laughs> thank goodness, but he was, he, he watched middle play Ole Miss the other night. And of course he just went completely crazy when he realized that they were playing basketball and he's th- he's three and a half and he recognized that middle was at home. That was their home floor. He knew that. And, and he's he was, at home too. And he was supposed to be there and he wasn't there <laughs> and he was not most upset, but, but he also of course watched it. Um, and, um, as did I, as I imagine you did too. Uh, but I, I don't, it, it doesn't look like now, Tim, I know people don't want to hear it and I don't really want to say it, but if we get to see a game, we're going to be lucky. It doesn't look good, does it? No, it does not. All right, Jeff, let's, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll pick up more on that, a little bit more about middle football, basketball, high schools, whatever's on your mind, 893-1450. You can give us a call or send a text. We'll be glad to talk with you on All Sports Talk. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Coffin for your financial needs, Edward Jones and company. Jeff, there's only one good thing I can say about my dad's passing in April. If that if that didn't take him out in April, Kentucky being one and five in basketball would have done that. Boy, I tell you what. So I, I, yeah. I I'm, you know, to to that degree, uh, I'm glad he didn't have to endure this. I, I watched a little bit of them the other day. Uh, North Carolina, I believe they're playing, and. Uh, uh, and they hung in there a long time with North Carolina. Uh, but Kentucky can't shoot. I mean, they just got some problems, don't they? Well, they were down last Saturday against Notre Dame at half by 46 to 24, I think, something like that, a bunch. I didn't watch any of that, but I flipped over and I thought, well, I watched a little of the second half and Kentucky climbed back in it and had the ball with a chance to win at the end. But uh, it's hard to see Kentucky coming and doing what they have done for many years. And they start slow because of the freshmen that they have in and finish up on the highest of notes. Uh, we shall see we, what we shall see. The, the team that's going to be tough to beat right here in the state is Tennessee. University of Tennessee looks yes. awfully good basketball-wise. And, yeah, and I, I'm really delighted to see that. I, I really am. I think that's, I think that's terrific. Um, I, I wouldn't want to say that – well, if I said that Tennessee had underachieved over the years, I would really – you could say just about everybody has – because you're comparing them to Kentucky and Florida. Uh, but, uh, you know, everybody else may have a, a really good team every once in a while, but they seem to dominate over the, over the course of the years. Well, I think it may be Tennessee's t- turn. They're pretty good. They're going to be right there amongst them for sure. Jeff, we have not seen, as we've discussed, either of the Middle Tennessee teams play. We've read, we've listened, we've endured some losses that we felt like we shouldn't have had to, to do. Going into conference play, which is looks like that's where we're going to be the next time they play basketball. Uh, where do you see these two teams as far as conference is concerned? Middle t- ladies, I know before the season started, let's start there. You and I both would have confidently said they'll win the conference. Yes, uh, uh, when I, they're when our side at least. Rice, Rice looks awfully good too. They all, they've been really good the last two or three years. But uh, is Middle going to be one of those top two, three teams like we certainly expected them to be? Yes, I, I think definitely. so too. Yes. I think so, and I, I think uh, uh, Coach uh, Coach Ansel does as good a job uh, 
as anybody uh, getting his chemistry right with his team before he before he starts conference play. He, and he may he may take some losses during that time he has this year. I don't think that, that bothers him too much. He's he's getting ready for conference play and trying to get the team. He gives him the best chance to win. I think he's done that. I think we're ready to go. And I believe right after Christmas we're going to show it. I'm sure he's going to say one of the things. Someone would say, well, they're only two and three. Why would they want to have played fifth-ranked Louisville to open the season? Right. I'm sure he would tell you he's very disappointed that the, the games that he's lost, when I say lost, been wiped off the schedule, were high-profile games that he was really looking forward to playing. And uh, I'm not going to say that disappointment of not getting to play those games changed much of anything. But I guarantee you he would not – He would, if, if he could play Louisville tomorrow – He'd sure do it. Yes, he would. Uh, he, he doesn't run from anybody. Uh, and, and he'll come to your place if you want him to. He also likes it for them to come here. It, it, it's a reward for the fans. Sure. For sure. But, uh, and, but I, I, I think um, and by playing that game, in this case Louisville, it could be anybody, but any team that's supposed to be a lot better than we are, supposed to be, by playing them, he, he finds out and collects more information about his team. And even if he loses – and there's an awful lot to be gained either way, right? Sure. And the second game of the season was supposed to be Vanderbilt right. at home. Right. Another SEC school school that has not had quite the record Kentucky's – I mean, excuse me. Uh, Louisville. Louisville's had mm-hmm. – I lost my train of thought – has had the last few years. But it's coming on a little bit. But, again, that that's a game I'm sure he hated to lose off that schedule. I'm sure that's true. He – I, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't really know for sure. But, I mean, it, the, there's not many major teams in the SEC uh, that he hasn't played at some time or another. Correct. Uh, and Most of them here at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we played Tennessee on this floor out here. We, you know, we, I mean, it's just very good training for your squad. You find out where you are and, and, and your weaknesses and all that kind of stuff because, let's face it, a lot of these really, really good teams are going to – they're going to know your weaknesses or expose them quickly, and then that gives you something to work on. And you've got film, too. We were expecting, and I still expecting year three to be the year that Nick McDevitt breaks out and, and, and begins to pile up some wins in the conference play. The preseason game has not gone as much as we should. And what we do know, Jeff, during football season, we heard all this nonsense, I guess it was, that uh, they're not going to hold any, anything against a coach because of a COVID year. Well, that's not been true. I mean, lots of coaches have lost jobs and, and because of that. So the expectations are going to be there a little bit higher. I'm, I'm not, I will say I'm not as confident – that the men are going to do quite as well as I thought that maybe they would before the season started. <clears throat> but I, I'm certainly not going to write that off either. I, I think, um, well, it, it looks to me like in the early going here, and I remember I've seen them one time on television, uh, and I've, I've read and gone on the Internet and looked look up their stuff, but it looks like to me that we're going to be very competitive, and uh, and that's more than – uh, we're going to be more competitive than we have been in the past, and we've got better players right now than we've had in two or three years. I, I, I think we're going to be okay. I have not perused the conference competition. I haven't either. To say what that's like, as you know, as a former coach, sometimes you can have one of your better teams and have one of your less records because everybody else is good the same time you're good. What you like to be good is when everybody else is not quite so good. So we shall see what that's going to be. But, but uh, the conference schedule, for those that don't know, playing on Friday and Saturday night against the same team so that there's less travel involved here. So middle will open at home on Friday and Saturday night while the, the uh, opposite team's on the road, and then the same thing will happen next week, next week, next week, so forth. Jeff, that's that's going to be a challenge, I think, for both squads to kind of work through that. That That's just not what we're used to. You meant, you talked about like to be in some kind of uh, continuum of, of what you do, routine. This is not going to be routine. No, it's not. You, you've got um, very little time to prepare between Friday night's game and Saturday night's game. Um, regardless of whether you won or lost, there's going to be things you're going to want to do better, and you're not going to have a heck of a lot of time to to, to do much there. Uh, and I don't know what the fans do. If you go Friday night and it's a blowout, do you go back Saturday? I don't know. I have an answer to that. I don't know. But suppose, suppose it's very, very competitive and it's a really good game. Do you go back the next night to see the same two teams play with the same starting lineups? I don't know. I, uh, I do. Probably. Well, right, right now we don't think we're going to get that opportunity. Anyway, no, I'm right? not. That's to right. To make that cho- choice, but Jeff, you you bring a point. You, I'm a big a basketball fan as there is. 
But I'm not sure how interested I am in going to watch the same two teams play the next night. Or maybe don't go Friday night and I'll go Saturday night and pick one of the two. Uh, I'm not saying that I won't, but it's not kind of what I would like to do. Let's just say it that way. Well, I, and I, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and I, I would ask Brian Barrett about this, but we did have two or three years in, in with the high school football to where we played Thursday and Friday mm-hmm. when when uh, Oakland and Riverdale might have the same home game or something and they were playing at middle, or they were, they were uh, renovating – you know, the stadium. Right. And Oakland played at Laverne, for instance. They didn't play Laverne. They just played at Laverne. Sure. And we went down and broadcast it. Well, uh, I, I said, it looks like on paper that it, you, you get all excited about Thursday night and then you go back and you're excited about Friday night. It don't work that way. Right. You're really not. The Friday night kind of thing is you're, you're already tired. Kind of. I don't know if that makes sense or not to somebody, but two nights in a row and the rosters and broadcasting and stuff, it can get pretty tough. All that aside, from mm-hmm. a fan viewpoint we've already expressed, it's probably not for us the best thing for the players and coaches, probably not the best thing there, but all that said, you have the logistics of it really makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but I think what they're doing is probably the right thing to do. Well, uh, yeah, probably so. And also, if you're going to play a tournament, particularly high school basketball, if you're going to play a tournament somewhere, you're probably if you're going to march through that tournament and win, you're probably going to have to play three out of four nights in sure. a row. So why would the regular season be any different? You know, so I'm playing on Monday. I play Tuesday too. Sure. So uh, oh, okay, I get that. I'm too. not sure the back-to-back nights is as much a concern mm. as it is playing the same opponent. Back to back. I, you're right. I think that's correct. Uh, and you know that the college playoff system, and we'll, we'll stop on this one, ended up with Clemson and Notre Dame with a possibility of playing a third time in the same season. Has that ever happened before? I don't remember that if it has. I don't recall that happening. Uh, they would not be on we the We should reg- go to a bowl game and play Troy a third time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever want to see Troy again. I am not really happy with the, with the, with the four. Uh I, I did not like Notre Dame or Ohio State jumping in front of Notre Dame. I didn't care for that at all. I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I'm not happy with Ohio State even being anywhere near this thing. But a lot of people disagree with me on that. They, they say they're the second-best conference in the country. Well, okay. And they're the best team in that conference. They didn't lose a game. But they only played six. Now, you know, I don't. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it is clearly ripe for conversation. It is. Uh, part of me says they did. They did the right thing. Nothing about the Big Ten doing it surprised me that they changed the rules in midstreams to allow Ohio State to go, because it, even though they didn't play the number of games, they said they have to, to be able to qualify. That I get because conference makes a lot of money, Jeff, by getting the team in the fourteen playoffs. So you got to do that. And did Ohio State get? Get a break ahead of Northwestern and ahead of Indiana. Absolutely, they did. Did Alabama get some breaks ahead of the other schools in SEC? Yeah, you taking you taking care of Papa. But they beat everybody. Alabama did. They yeah, beat well, everybody. No, well, yeah, we're talking two different things. You're you're just saying <laughs> not playing enough games. Okay. And, and I get I am that. saying that. Yes. And I get that. Frankly, it doesn't matter that much to me. But I will say this: the Texas A&M people, I think, got a real axe to grind. I think they do too. And I'm going to say one other thing about this, and then, <laughs> then maybe we'll take a break. Can we do that? We'll do that. I didn't like Ohio State jumping to third because then they got to avoid Alabama in round one. Okay? And I can I can assure but, but you. But you know, Jeff, you know yes. why they did that. Yes, I do know they why they did that. They did not want Notre Dame and Clemson playing that that third time in that semifinal game. They oh. just absolutely were, they just were not going to let that happen. So we're going to – benefit Ohio State to help Clemson and to help our t- no, no they I, should have been fourth I, I, I don't but am I am I right yeah maybe I'm not saying it should have been I'm just that's saying that's politics why they, that's why they did it you knew you knew going in Notre Dame and Clemson were not gonna be one and four or two and three okay they're just not not gonna happen I wanted Alabama to destroy Ohio State which I can assure you they would have done but I don't have to worry about it because they're not gonna play <laughs> Well, to say that, quote, the fix was in before it started. Ooh, ooh. To me, for I knew I knew going in, Jeff, there was no way that Clemson and Notre Dame were going to play that first-round game I against agree. each other. They just weren't. Rigged, hoax, fraud. 
I've heard those words recently. Controversy. <laughs> Break. <laughs> right, we'll be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic continues out here on 24 over from Davidson County back into Rutherford. Stop and go out here pretty much expected down Sam Ridley and also just busy up and down 231 as you continue out towards Shelbyville. Hey, Curious Campout is a family sleepover with the kids 2 to 6 at Ripley's Aquarium on January 2nd. All the details on the Ripley's Aquarium Facebook page. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I want to wish happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, Merry Christmas, happy holidays and all that to the good friends at First Bank, one of the fine banks in the state of Tennessee, certainly right here in Murfreesboro. Great job. They are open if you need any financial needs uh, through here. They'll be glad to take care of those for you. First Bank, across the state of Tennessee, and fine sponsor of All Sports Talk. Jeff, uh, you brought with you the uh, region's pairings or region uh, lineups for the next four years in the state of Tennessee. I know you're not going to go through all uh, 32 regions, but you might want to go through. <laughs> you, to, uh, you don't care where Greenville's playing? Locale. Well, 6A football um, will, will be um, – Region 4 will be Blackman, Oakland, Riverdale, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. There's probably not any uh, surprises there, except Stewart's Creek did leave where they were and, and they come back to Murfreesboro. And, and those missing in action are Coffee County, Warren County, and yeah, Cookville. Long gone. Um, region um, 6 is Antioch, Cane Ridge, Dixon County, John Overton, Laverne, McGavock, and Smyrna, which uh, uh, is, of course, m mostly metro Four, four Metro, too well, Dixon counties will be the main opposition, I'd say, just about every year for Laverne and Smyrna. I think they'll both be in the playoffs just about every year from now on, as long as they stay there, but I, I could be wrong. Um, 1A, and boy, this is a load right here for Eagleville. Collinwood, Cornersville, Fayetteville that just won a state title, Huntland, always tough, Moore County, always tough, Wayne County, always tough. And um, that, that's going to be very, very difficult on them. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School is in Division 2A in the East Region with Friendship, always load. Grace Baptist, Chattanooga, now right there you've got 100-some-odd miles between oh, yeah, those schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lakewood Christian Academy, King's Academy, and the Webb School. Basketball in 4A now will be Blackman, Oakland, Riverdale. Wait a did, you, did you say 4A? I thought we only had three districts. We've gone to four districts in yes. these four years, right? Mm -hmm. There is now a 4A, 3A, 2A, District and 1A. District 7, right. Mm -hmm. uh, Blackman, Oakland, Riverdale, Rockvale, and Siegel. That's going to be a very small region, isn't it? It is. Um, uh, Antioch, Cambridge, Laverne, Smyrna, and Stewart's Creek are in District 8. And um, I don't know if you want me to do other sports oh, or not. but Go through whatever you got. Um, baseball and softball. Time so is yours, sir. Baseball and softball. Uh, Class 4A, District 7, Blackman, Oakland, Riverdale, Rockvale, and Siegel. And um, Laverne and Smyrna will be, along with Antioch, Cane Ridge, and Stewart's Creek, will be in District six, uh, District 8. And those are um, pretty small um, 
numbers. Uh, Very small numbers. Uh, I mean, given the fact that four teams are going to move on yeah. from the district to the region, that means only one is going to get eliminated in more, more cases than not. I don't know whether that's good or bad. That, that means to me, well, you got a better chance of advancing. It also means that uh, maybe a weaker uh, – definitely means a weaker team is going to advance. I, I don't know whether that's good or bad. Somebody else can decide that. Well, that's, that's kind of where we are. The um, Going to the football <clears throat> regions, the one thing that stuck out, st- stood out to me was Dixon County is the one really lone wolf in that whole thing as far as travel is concerned because all those schools are in Davidson County, Rutherford County, right there together, except for Dixon County, which is not that far. But, Jeff, they're going every road game they've got in the region is going to be, what, an hour trip, more or less. Right. Uh, Dixon County is usually um, a, a good team, a, a, a very good team. They've had very good teams in the past, Yes, sure. they have. And, uh, and, and that's going to be difficult for a lot of people. But uh, Laverne and Smyrna both made it this year. And uh, I, I think they'll make it again. Cane uh, Ridge will be in there. Well, there's your four teams. Antioch's not going anywhere. And uh, Overton has not, in, in a while, uh, advanced very far. So I think we got a real chance there to put a bunch of teams in the playoffs. Well, that so. said, Dixon County, Jeff, has had a, it opened up Creekwood High School about five, six years ago, which has been in the playoffs the last couple of years, done very well, as a matter of fact. So Dixon County's probably not getting the same – pool of talent that they were getting 10 years ago because of that split, that one thing that we said in Rutherford County would happen when the school split up, everything would weaken here, didn't happen, so maybe Dixon County's not fight, facing that either. Right. I, I I don't know their their history that well. I do know that they have had some really fine football teams in the past. We did broadcasts up there one time. Matter of fact, Gary Rankin won his first game at Riverdale at Dixon County. How about that? Opening night. You do know my, my first wife and only wife is from Dixon. That your first wife is from there, right? <laughs> you, you married up, as, as did I. <laughs> Isn't that the goal of every man? Oh, well, it should be. Uh, and I was lucky I did and, that. And you, and you actually say that out loud to her? Uh, I don't know that I said it to her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. All right, Jeff, it's Christmas week. Everything ready to go? Well, I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, we're going to have a limited number of people, of course. Um, uh, we're trying to follow through here with what we're supposed to do. Um, I uh, I have not. I'm sure everybody that's listening to my voice probably has has uh, that can pretty much say some version of this. But I have two granddaughters, and one of them I haven't seen my daughter, son-in-law, or my granddaughter in a year, and that does not sit well at my house. Uh, but we won't see them this Christmas either. My sister is not coming down here. She lives in Knoxville. Uh, and uh, they're not coming, so you know we're going to be kind of a little bit lonely. But that's we'll manage. Let's hope and pray that this vaccine thing all works oh. its way through, and, and by certainly by mid-year, we get things back in some sense of order. It, normal is going to be a new normal, even then when that happens, isn't it, Jeff? It is. It's, it's going to be a different world. It, it surely is. Already is, of course. But um, uh, I'm I'm hoping by midsummer, certainly, maybe we're back to where we're supposed to be. Merry Christmas to all, and yes. all a good night. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Monty Hill in tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Cancel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.